0: Hello and welcome to Leading Inspired Learning, a STRIVE podcast. Um, Hi, welcome to the podcast. My name is Allie. I am the project manager of STRIVE and I will be your host on today's episode. Today we welcome three wonderful guests. We have Lindsay Lamb, R-E-C-E, toddler educator here at Orchard Park Early Learning Center. We have Tracy Small, also REC, also toddler educator here at Orchard Park. Oh, there you go. I can't even say it. OP. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And their fearless leader. That's you, are. Lauren. Lauren Goosen, she's, she's, a, she's a podcast regular at this point. Yeah, it feels that way. I'm just starting to get used to it. Um, the REC and director here at Orchard Park Early Learning Center. So welcome. Thank you. Uh, we intimidated all of these, all these incredible women by uh, breaking out our new equipment on today's podcast. (laughs) Your listening ears are enjoying. (laughs) today. Yeah, so that's when you got scared Lindsay when you saw this come out.
1: Yes, totally. I (laughs) I wasn't nervous all day and this is very unlike me because I'm nervous about everything. And then I was sitting in here and all the equipment came and I was like, oh no, this is real and I'm nervous now.
2: (laughs) It's the real time. That's what it feels like. <laughs> We're the big leagues now.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I said. It made it big. <laughs> there you
0: go. There you go. Um, today, we are talking with this incredible educator team and their leader because they attended the Extreme Makeover Classroom Edition session back on October 25th. Uh, we held it at Milestones, um, and it was with Kathy Harris and myself, and we talked all about the environment, the impact to children in our program, and a little inspiration struck
1: around the table. <laughs> big inspiration. <laughs> like, we literally came back and we are like, actually, we left together and we were like, okay, we're doing big changes. Okay. This is awesome. Oh, I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> so this podcast, we're also going to accompany you with a blog post so that there will be photos because we're going to talk about the environment. But on a podcast, that's a little hard because... Mm-hmm it's kind of something we need to see um so you have some like before and after like we really have an extreme makeover Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we're just gonna chat all about um what struck a chord with you kind of what led to the inspiration and the transformation that's taken place and this was not overnight you have been working on this now for months
1: well it was pretty quick (laughs) it was like about like a month timeline yeah from start to finish, mm-hmm.
0: yes. Oh well, not not finished, really. Well, no, you know,
1: it's you know, never finished. finished no, oh, absolutely not. From
0: where it was to where it is yes. now was it was about a month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Okay, <clears throat> let's dig in. I want to start with you, Warren. Yeah. What are you most proud of from
2: this incredible team of yours? There are so many things that I am proud of of this classroom specifically, but the uh, the spark back in both of their eyes, I think, is what really. Um, made me happy as the director here um a lot of times we can get stuck in our practice i've long as we've mm-hmm. been in the field for so many years it can get easy to just kind of go with the motions and it works and for these guys it did work for the yeah. most part yeah. it always kind of worked out in the wash but i think that for these guys they were looking for something a little bit different and to give something more to their children and to themselves i think that um yeah reimagining their environment has been really cool for them so so years in the field, you mentioned how long have you two been,
0: been working in this sector?
1: Um, eight years eight I've years been years. and seven I've been here. So actually, yes, I've supplied for the early learning center for my first year. Okay. Then full time seven years here.
2: Full time seven. And Tracy? Probably
0: over 25. Wow. So home, <laughs> home care. Uh, at okay. Home okay. care with yep. I stayed at home with my kids and then at one day next school I came here. Okay. And so you've been at this center for uh, 12 years. Wow. So it is easy to get in a bit of a, like, I would call it a rut almost. It's like, right. it. yeah.
1: yeah. It's just, yeah, monotonous, I right. think.
0: Right. And so you're in a toddler room that is currently licensed for 15, but there's 10 Right. two educators. Right. So you have the, the luxury of a little bit of extra space mm-hmm. that some of our other 10 programs um, may not have. What is the benefit? What's the challenge with that extra? space
1: if you will. so it was like the there was a lot of space to run (laughs) and that's what we were just like policing every day and I was like I know they need to run and I want you to run but I want you to run outside Mm -hmm. um and so it was just like setting up your classroom there was just so much space and you're like how am I going to fill this yeah but not unintentionally fill it
2: yeah with just stuff stuff. right unintentionally yeah yeah that makes
0: sense um, so that's the challenge, the space to run. What's the biggest perk of having that extra space? They, they play in certain areas of the classroom. They have their own place mm, to go. Like designated. They have, like, not, they're not all on top of each other. Right. They can <laughs> all go to their own little area and still have a little room. room. Yeah, for sure. And like toddlers are notoriously
1: busy. Mm-hmm.
0: Very busy <laughs> the last room you I'd want to be in is in a toddler room so I commend
1: you both Tracy's um, always been in a toddler yeah? room mm-hmm. years
0: yeah I, I I've think, never done it myself honestly, I've never done a toddler room it's such it's it's tricky mm-hmm. an eighteen month to a two and a half year old there's two wildly different children
1: mary mm-hmm. and to have a mix
0: of them and ten of them mm-hmm. it's a lot of they're you know they're putting everything in their mouth, they're yes. dumping everything, yes. all of those classic toddler-isms <laughs> um, are happening <clears throat> in the broad and to ten. So that's, yeah, that's a lot of work. So the environment plays a huge role in supporting some of those isms, toddler <laughs> um, that we want to not necessarily stop, but really like critically analyze. -hmm. Um, And look at, you know, software we see like the biters happen and Mm -hmm. things like that. So it can easily progress into, you know, things that would hurt other children. (laughs) So, what were your biggest like takeaways from the extreme makeover session?
1: Um, Well, I think it was just uh, they were dumping and Mm -hmm. they weren't engaging in anything. So I was like, how can we help them like play? How can we help them get back to playing? Yeah because they were just constantly walking from shelf to shelf, dumping, 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 like they didn't engage with each other. They didn't really engage with themselves. And it was the thing that (laughs) was the most thing that I took away was like, when the you took the toys away, the day we took the toys away, away. I was like, I'm taking the toys away. (laughs) I'm doing it. Because they were just like, they weren't playing with them or just taking one car and just round and round and round the table. And I looked at them and I was like, I have to do better for you and for me. Mm-hmm. So that was big.
0: Yeah. So we talked about it was um, years ago. I can't actually remember what year. At uh, Winter Rethink, a educator team from LCC shared a story about the day we took the toys away, where they literally removed. Everything from mm-hmm. the room, and I shared that as like a that's an extreme way to go about things. I Lindsay, know. you're like, Yes,
1: <laughs> sign me up. For this. Because what day was that on like a Thursday, mm-hmm. or yeah, or Wednesday, Wednesday or something? Yep. And I was like, Came in and I was like, Lauren, I'm taking the toys away. She's like, Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we, had started we had started, like, yeah, like, 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 introducing like, loose part
0: mm-hmm. little activities
1: because really I'm like, If you toys. want to dump, then I'll give you the things to dump, right? So, so that I'm right. not policing something that you need to do yes.
2: what is intimidating about bringing loose parts into a toddler program because I think sometimes mm-hmm. educators are maybe hesitant to bring loose parts into mm-hmm. a toddler room because mm-hmm. of the many pieces or the yeah. small pieces but what yeah people feel you need a lot when you don't mm-hmm. you don't
0: need 20 loose parts you need five
1: maybe yeah. three <laughs> depends on what it is <laughs> but we started very gung-ho and there was like a lot out and I was oh, like mm-hmm. We made a big mistake. <laughs> it isn't going to work. So then we read things. We researched about some stuff and three to five things. So we took some things away and then they started to play.
0: So like when you have, say, pine cones, you have three to five pine cones. Yep. We have
1: five. We have five, I think. Yeah.
0: And, and what about smaller things? Like, are you concerned about choking? <laughs> well, that's what we hear a lot when we talk loose parts, right? Yes, we, well. You do, the you can do the elbow test. <laughs> <laughs> I no, but... we, we know, well, we kind of gear it to our children, children too, so we know. Yeah. So when we, the infants come over at the end, so we put away the mm-hmm. smaller things right. and just leave out the other items that yeah. But it's more of what we saw them how with using other things, so then that's the items that we bring in, so like CDs and tin can lids and stuff like that kind of thing, what they. And tiles. So mm-hmm. now we know what they are interested in. Yeah. And you mentioned something, Lindsay, about the dumping.
1: Mm. Because
0: you're right, this is a typical toddler behavior. Mm-hmm. It's not something that we can stop. There's nothing harmful about no. it. it's it. just annoys the diseases out of <laughs> Exactly. Because we're the ones picking it up. I right? know. Right? So, talk to me about your thought process with the dumping and feeling fresh, a little bit frustrated and looking at that in combination with this loose parts.
1: Well, I think it was just like, okay, you're dumping this, but you're not playing with it. So, right. this is a need that you have to do. Yeah. And so, but I don't want to sit here and be like, stop doing that. You need to play with this like this. We're not using that like that. So, it's literally changed my whole mindset about mm-hmm. like letting that go and right. being like, you can use this stuff for anything you want. Mm-hmm. So, one mm-hmm. or two.
0: Something- that what are some actual materials that you put out to encourage that dumping
1: um so we have like tiny little um what are they like birch stick log things so they dump those all the time um but now I feel like they like what they like containment now so that's like they're carrying things around and just putting it into things now they don't dump anymore because they're engaged in their play And then, play only now. having, they're actually
0: using the three or the five things instead of there's ten. Maybe it was too overwhelming to see ten things mm-hmm. in the bin. and right. But, you know, just it's too much.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think what was really inspiring to me too was that a lot of times we start um, something in our practice, and well, that did not work. That was not working. Right. And and both Lindsay and Tracy sat with their practice and sat with their observations and their thoughts and did the research to figure out, okay, this is very developmentally appropriate. This is exactly aligned with what is supposed to be happening. We need to let go of that control a little bit more and just watch and observe as things go on. And, and they did that and great things have happened as a result. Yeah. Talk about that process a little bit.
0: Well, just even the first day when we're so excited with all the new things, the new um, areas and everything we've the kids we were very excited the children were very excited but then it was like oh this is too much did we do the right thing but then we just started taking things away and actually just watching and uh, observing them instead of thinking that we need to be doing something Mm -hmm. we still are doing something but we're just
1: yeah that was the trickiest part it's It's like I'm not doing enough but I was I was doing a lot of observing because I had to to just see what they needed and where we could go from here, and what wasn't working, and you what is working. Able to do your job, you were exactly. able to do
2: your job to the way it's supposed to be done. Where you're able to be critically thinking and with the children. Mm-hmm. Where otherwise, when the environment is not meeting the children's needs, otherwise you're just policing and you're That's you know we you're were not
1: mm-hmm. you're not enjoying your your job it wasn't enjoyable for anybody yeah. like well, they didn't want to listen to us be like no stop doing this no 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 we literally just like our morning was so busy and chaotic mm-hmm. it's just like get outside off, yeah. oh, we just had to stuff. get outside but now I was
2: like oh what time is this? yeah <laughs> We're <laughs> willing to bet that that mindset of we have to get outside is on a lot of people's uh, minds totally for, mm-hmm. for sure
0: absolutely mm-hmm. and I think now with the winter season here too, it's the like dread of dressing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then getting outside, and mm-hmm. then undressing, and like it, the routine is dreadful. And you're always thinking ahead to the next thing instead right. of being Just in right room
1: now room mm-hmm. with the children. Totally.
2: That care piece, that care piece, and slowing down. Mm-hmm. I had a child say to me the other day, "You're going too fast." When I was oh. <laughs> uh, um, helping him to get undressed, and I thought wow, that was a great reminder for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I need to slow it down a little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's a long time to dress yeah. them, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's part of it. Yes. It's
2: part of I it. think it when you look at it as the care aspect of your mm-hmm. of your day, that you're caring for the child and you're taking the time to, because I think a lot of their dressing and change, like any transitions at home can be quite rushed because we have to get somewhere, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. really you don't have to get anywhere. Yeah that fast
1: well and we were like that too yeah. we have to get outside and we have to do it right now and yeah we've just it's just really it's, yes it's
0: mindset. Mm-hmm. and when the children are actually engaged in the space like you said it's like oh I'm mm-hmm. gonna get moving here because you lose track of time mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. the play is meaningful and intentional mm-hmm. and when you're engaging in that work with them mm-hmm. instead of like you said policing and putting out fires and mm-hmm. I think the more we say, no, 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 don't do that, the less they <laughs> hear us.
1: And the more they want <laughs> to do that. The more they want to do it, right? Yeah. It's, it's,
0: yeah. That's why there are, you know, rebellious phases in all of our lives. <laughs> Absolutely. the more we hear it, the more we want to rebel, and toddlers are are no different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's so incredible that you've seen such a shift in really such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So you'd remove the toys. You took the toys away. Yeah. When I was just in your space, there doesn't look like there's many toys out still. Like you just babies, like babies, we do have dolls, yep. cars, and tracks. Yep,
1: those wooden blocks. Wooden blocks. That's about it. But
0: the rest of these parts.
1: Yeah, even we brought out like the plastic food for our kitchen, and I was like, no, they just like they weren't using it. They were bringing the other things over, like the lids and the pine cones, and they used like little set up their little plates with other things, and I'm like, whoa. So and, and
0: we don't have to tidy up now. We leave everything's just out all the time. I'm not going around before they clear the shelf mm-hmm. and then, like, it would be lunch and there'd be toys. But now, everywhere, yeah, everything is
2: just out all the time. Like, you don't have to tidy uh, up right. anymore. <laughs> And I think sometimes like there's a lot of different containers and jewelry boxes and yeah. that sort of stuff in the classroom. So I think when I know for myself, when I'm coming in at the end of the night, I, I cover them off sometimes. And like, just let me know how yes. you want things to go. And mm-hmm. they're like, it's as easy as wherever, as gonna, what it looks like.
1: Well, and that was a big thing too. Like, no, you can't play with that over there. No, that doesn't belong there. No, it does. It's fine. <laughs> So you don't have
0: any baskets labeled with like, here's where my cars belong. Here is where my pine cones belong. Anything goes.
1: There's like trays on our big table. There's trays on another table. There's drawers in their little side tables. Everything has a drawer. Yeah. That's a huge shift.
0: I think all of SECEs by nature are like, okay, we have to organize it by Mm -hmm. putting all of these bins and a beautiful little label that they can't read because they're... 20 months old exactly <laughs> and a picture and then and then that will solve all of our organizing problems mm-hmm. that's the complete opposite yes. because things are going to go everywhere everywhere
1: normally. and then you go crazy <laughs> <laughs> it makes you crazy right. and then or this every, doesn't make me crazy put
0: away and then they're just running because there's
1: nothing yeah. for them to. right but yeah. now yeah now it's put away but it's just it's put know. away anywhere anywhere yes
0: Do you ever have an issue with like, oh, I really want a child saying they really wanted a certain thing and you have no idea what drawer it's in?
1: Yes, we're (laughs) always hunting for things. Always. It's like, where did you put this? (laughs) Okay, let's go file through all of the drawers.
0: (laughs) Uh, And talk to me about your furniture. Oh, yeah, because it doesn't look like a Scholar's Choice magazine,
1: which it just looks like Grandma's Basement Grandma's or something, <laughs> or something.
2: <laughs> in the coziest <laughs> way possible, honestly. In the best way, possible. yeah,
1: it's just warm. It
2: just happened, it walked into the restore, and everything just fell into our
0: everything lounge. like
1: literally
2: everything. I go on it, well, I don't go to the restore on a daily basis, but I go to the other ones on a daily basis, and they're. They lucked out huge. Like yeah. They walked in there and everything was just everything.
1: Climbing. It was everything. It was like the vanity, this little like work table, yes. some like side tables, this console table. Like everything so was there.
0: With the mirror, that was our first yeah. Yeah. And that mirror, I bet you those children spend
1: a lot of time in front of. They do. <laughs> it's really cute. They read stories to it. Oh like <laughs> I know. And then they like, or they read a story and then they look up at the mirror. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs>
0: So, Lauren, how did you support this educator team? Because I, we know when we have these sessions that some of the barriers, I mean, we know money is a barrier, mm-hmm. um, that purchasing isn't always left up to educators. And mm-hmm. so we have a lot of catalog looking classrooms. So, how did Lauren, how did you support this team in the purchasing of some of these, like the vanity and the
2: restore stuff that you found? So we were very lucky. We had a few dollars from one of our families at the end of the year. They had given us some money to be able to put towards the center. So we were able to use some of those funds towards that. But a lot of this was between myself, Lindsay, and Tracy um thrifting like you've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it is it can be done fairly cheap for yep. sure. um and I mean, if you're if you're frequenting your um your local, Value it's Village or Goodwill, yeah. there's always new stuff coming up and there's always a uh, different and like your families are a great resource for you yeah. as well. Letting your families know what you have or what you're needing mm-hmm. and even like the older furniture, chances are you have, there's a grandparent or somebody that's willing to part with it and right. it's just been sitting in their basement for so long. Um, there's sometimes that hesitation with that older furniture in the classrooms as well with the children getting their fingers pinched in the doors sure. or in the corners sure. that I don't know that that's.
1: It okay. happens a couple of times, but nothing like that. It's definitely
2: not something that's on anybody's radar. No. For well, sure. Realistically, they're used to drawers at home. Well, exactly. Like
0: they have, they likely have a dresser mm-hmm. in their room at home. Right. right. They're used to working with a drawer yes. in some capacity in mm-hmm. their life. Yeah. I think sometimes we might over, over childproof things. Yes, a I agree. Bit in our spaces. Yeah. Was it, I mean, you're a bit of an anomaly, <laughs> but the control to give the
1: power to the educators to say, hey, I want this vanity that I saw at Restore. Yeah, that's, hey, like, uh, that's what I did. I literally just sent her text- pictures. Text picture. Yeah, that's what I did. And she's like, yep, get it. <laughs> literally. Because
2: A, it was seeing <laughs> how inspired these two were. I could have, honestly, I probably would have taken out a second loan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was. I've just been waiting to see it for so long and it's just been so wonderful to see. So what would your advice be to leaders who are a bit hesitant to to relinquish that? I think the ah, power ah, cool. of having the educators having their own autonomy over their classrooms is Everything. irreplaceable. It, it really is. When Because I can go into a classroom right now and rearrange it and, and put sure. new things in there and take things off the shelf. And I've done that. And there is yeah, I had that too. zero buy-in. None. It looked like that the next day because there was zero buy-in. Uh, Tracy Lindsay and I have had multiple conversations about what their vision was, what they were looking for. They would send me pictures, and when I was out, I would go and make sure, like I would try to find, and exactly. anything that I aesthetic, yeah. anything that I would find, yeah. I would also make sure that I was asking the question: mm-hmm. Is this something that you think would benefit your program? I didn't make them put it into their classroom because that's again, it's their autonomy over their own room, and it's if they don't have that investment in there, then what's the point what's the point? Mm-hmm. and I think that for the families for the children and I know every family that walks into that room feels a sense of belonging and that just that was
0: is be the everything next
2: question to how
0: have the families reacted
1: really good like at first they were like what happened because we literally did it on like a Saturday we yeah. came in here on a Saturday and just took it all out and brought it all in and for
2: the most part I think when you you did that with the
1: big big pieces of, like, totally big, 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 yes, yes, yes 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 um but they come in they're like what happened in here but they're like it looks lovely <laughs> and then yeah they have really liked it they've been really
0: has anyone expressed any um comment about like their child's and their child's engagement in this space have they noticed that have they
1: noticed any you know differences at
0: home in the children
1: i don't know they haven't said anything about that no, Have but they? i would just say when they're getting picked up they're usually always Engaged.
0: Engaged, engaged Yeah. So it's like they're calling, like have to call them over kind of thing instead of the child like waiting at the door. mm -hmm.
1: That's true. Yeah, that happens a lot every day. Like,
0: oh, where where are they playing today? Yeah. (laughs) They (laughs) seem
1: like they're playing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's huge. And for a family to see that, for a parent to see that, that their child is actually engaging in intentional play in the day makes all the difference, right?
1: Mm.
0: When I walk in, you know, pick up Mac and he's aimlessly wandering
1: around the room, I'm like, oh. I know. <laughs> How have you been doing this for? No, exactly. I know.
0: So
2: yeah, so that's everything. <clears throat> that, makes, that makes it. And even coworkers with like um, fellow educators within the site, they'll be walking down the hallway or they'll peek in the room and they've got everybody kind of just talking and sparking a little bit of an interest. I mean, mm-hmm. it ha- again, it's the buy-in from the educators. They both want to need to want this just right. as bad. Um, and you know, you're working in a team dynamic, so you have to make sure that you're open, clear communication about what's important to you and, um, what's important to the children. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we've got a lot of, a lot of stuff going on here. A lot of critical thinking, a lot yeah. of re-envisioning our spaces.
0: Well, and I think too, it, you all came to a But it might be difficult to get some of that buying if you're not hearing some of the same messaging. Mm -hmm. Totally. So what would you say as advice to folks who wanted to start this but maybe haven't been a part of Extreme Makeover or one has but no one else has from their center? How would you kind of light that spark in
1: people? What would you do? You know, it was it is hard because I don't know, like it just was such we were, a spark yeah, like.
0: and just like what we just needed to do something and it just happened that we went to the make, the stream makeover and then we were trying all this stuff and then it kind of just all yeah. came together, yeah. came together yeah. for us.
2: I think that's what's so powerful about professional learning. and I'm not trying to put a plug in here for sure. <laughs> but I think you just, when you see something that strikes your interest, I think it's worth going because you just don't know what you're going to get out of it. And sometimes maybe it misses the mark for you, but other times it's going to hit. And when it hits, it's something that, you know, it's maybe something you didn't know you needed. Well, and I
0: want to give kudos to you, Lauren, in that because you do attend with your team often. If you mm-hmm. see that yeah. folks are signed up and they want to go, you come with them. Mm-hmm. And, I think for a lot of people whose leaders aren't as engaged in the professional learning world, that would make the whole experience you had very different because you'd be up against potential roadblocks along the way and not necessarily have the Mm buy-in
2: that
0: you had because that leader didn't hear the same
2: messaging. So (laughs) he's a good one. But for leadership that are maybe listening, I think that that is probably where I've got made my biggest moves is being invested in the same areas of their work and attending these professional Mm -hmm. learning Mm -hmm. opportunities with them it's an opportunity to build relationship as well as to again learning the same information so that we can pick it apart together and work through it together
0: yeah that's amazing advice
2: um okay so what
0: other so what would be your favorite really just tell me what I did the best
1: <laughs> um, now Sally's turn thank you for saying that because I was like well it was when you were like remember when you got us to write all the sticky notes about what's stopping us from doing this and then you're like it's actually nothing and I was like you're like this is gonna be my bitch moment. <laughs> but it's true because I was like if you really really want it and I know that not everyone has like the opportunity to go out and spend the money and I don't really but I needed it and I wanted it so that was just it it was like you can make things happen you can do this
0: (laughs) (laughs) well and I think actually when um we were looking at uh, doing these sessions again because I did a a number of years ago and and Kayla actually attended and she attended it a couple times but she said that was the biggest like aha moment for her as well is what is stopping you and more often than not that it's yourself and your mindset and your attitude and it sounds like that mindset shift for you two is what really has changed. not only. I bet you, the children really haven't changed that much.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> the
0: mindset in their mm-hmm. their play and what they're doing has changed. And you have seen it, what appeared to be wildness in the toddler kingdom literally wildness. Um, it actually was intentional you just had to get to the root of it and by eliminating the stuff the clutter the mess the plastic the and toys
1: crying and instead of being like what's going on yeah. I can't do my job mm-hmm. this is crazy and I don't know what to do so it's Honestly. like come back down yeah. figure it out and get it out there so you can love your job again right
0: and I know we often hear this a lot. There's a lot of requests for professional learning around, and you can't seem right now, but I'm air-quoting behaviors. It's <laughs> a dreaded word of mine. Mm-hmm. And most people I've heard it said, like, we have six behaviors in a room. And I'm like, oh, you have humans in your room and all humans have behavior. But the more often than not, it's not the child and their behavior that needs changing. It is the educator and their mindset and likely the environment.
1: And how you go about it? Yeah.
0: Would you have, in your frustration prior to this makeover, said that some of the very normal toddler behaviors we're <laughs> seeing were
1: stressing, like we're overwhelmed? We're like, you were. Oh, you were absolutely. Done. Like,
0: it's like oh, I just can't. Yeah, I, can't I was literally anymore. at a loss.
1: I looked at yeah. Tracy and I was like, I know how to do my job, and she's like, so do I. But like, we, we felt was. like we couldn't. We felt like we didn't know what to do. Yeah.
2: And
0: what a loss for oh, us. That <laughs> like I, I have, I, you know what, there's probably so many people listening that feel that way. Oh, yeah. We all sure. felt that way. Mm-hmm. And and I bet you a lot of people listening have felt that way. Because it's easy to get defeated. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it sounds like that's where you were at. It's like, oh, Oh, <laughs> no, Yeah. And yeah, Lauren has a sad face on her face right now. <laughs> oh,
2: I just think about how sad that would be. Like, how sad that w- I'm not going to cry. How sad that would be if we lost two employees because of something that could have been, you know, worked through. Mm-hmm. So, so grateful you're here.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm grateful to be here. And honestly,
0: it takes a lot of um, self reflection, mm-hmm. critical thinking. <laughs> to think, okay. Actually, maybe I am a bit of the problem here. Maybe what I'm doing isn't working.
1: Yes, exactly. You know, I've done
0: it for 12 years, eight yes. years, exactly. and it's working. Exactly. So it's on me. I'm doing something wrong, not wrong. I'm doing something that isn't meeting the needs of children. Mm-hmm. And to take that—that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow.
1: Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It is. It was.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, we I I mean, we all want to think for the best. I certainly want to think for the best. <laughs> we all want to think that. So to to really look at yourself and reflect critically on, okay, maybe the shift is in me. Mm-hmm. That's that in and of itself is huge. That's that takes a lot of work. for everything else to mm-hmm. uh, So but again,
1: but it was, was like thank you. <laughs> yes, it it was the bottom, and we yeah. had to get out of there. So we dug out.
2: Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> and Wonderful. who knows? Maybe on Orchard Park site tour one day.
1: oh <laughs>
0: we love site tours, and I think that's part of extreme makeover tour. We were in a childcare center mm-hmm. that you don't always work in, you don't always see. Sometimes we get blinded to our own spaces, mm-hmm. and to get just a fresh eyes and take little bits of inspiration from from that is huge. And it's you huge. can do it in a site tour without yeah.
1: the rest of the PL. Totally. Yeah, we definitely pulled ideas from the classrooms for sure.
0: Okay, one last thing before we say goodbye. (laughs) If you could say one thing to yourself two months ago when you were near that defeat point, what would you say?
1: I was like, uh, you can do this. You do love your job. You do have passion for your job. So let's do this. Let's get out of this. Here we are. I did that.
2: (laughs) Never give up. Yes. Just keep going. (sighs) Just keep going. (laughs) The best is yet to come. That's lovely. Well, thank you
0: all so much for your time this evening. Hearing these stories, like we never know when we do PL. This is the kind of impact stories we strive for. Mm -hmm. No pun intended. (laughs) But we never know. Like you never know if it actually hits the mark. If there is transformation in practice, if people take what you said and they're like, yeah, that I get that. I'm there. This is my moment, or it's like, okay, yeah, shut up, Ali. <laughs> we never know. Um, so to have this opportunity to hear what transformation has has happened in your spaces and in you both personally too over the last couple months is incredible. So thank you so much for sharing that, and I hope that this continues to help inspire people. I hope so. To look at their spaces and look at their coworkers, and look at themselves in a different light, and just keep going and Lauren we love you <laughs> thank you both thank you so much thanks so much for listening you can connect with us on Instagram at leading inspired learning pod or on our website at strive slash podcast I would love to have you tell a friend or colleague about this podcast thanks again for listening please join us next time